Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Last Day I started, I started a bit low there, didn't I? No, not the right key, don't think. Try again. More news night that was than podcast. It, it was like late night news, though. That, was, that wasn't your six o'clock news, that was like ten o'clock news. Can you give me a key? Yeah. <laughs> Can you go get your keyboard out and give me a... Get, no, I'll, get, I'll give you one with my mouth. Gee, gee, that's it. Gee. Gee. Okay, I think I've got it. Gee. Gee. You know people who do that, I don't get them. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard anybody do it. <laughs> Speaking. I get it when you're singing. No, but people who do it like musically, I don't get them. Like, where do you get the confidence to say to someone on the piano, oh, can you give me an E flat, please? <laughs> and then they play it and they're like, they can copy it and like do mouth things. Who do they think they are? Do you know what I mean? I don't get those people. <gasps> no. Right, sorry, can you give me the key again? <laughs> <laughs> key. Oh, no, 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 that was wrong. Key. Hello everyone and welcome to another podcast, another episode of Last Day <laughs> on Earth. Podcast. Today we have, Sorry. right, can, I, can you not interrupt Sorry. me though, when I'm mid-sentence? We've got a really good, special, it is special episode today with, um, is it safe to call you a woman of the people? Absolutely. I'd be offended if you didn't call me that. Woman of the people and in-house psych- psychologist. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, would you describe yourself as a psychologist? Or would you think that's a bit like... Uh... Well, I don't have a doctorate, so I don't think I am a psychologist. I am. I, I would say I'm a psychology enthusiast. Psychology am... enthusiast? Is that how you describe yourself to your students? Yeah. I am. I am psychologically aware. I bloody love psychology. <laughs> that's how I start every term. You're right, guys. Bloody old psychology. By the end of the year, so will you. <laughs> and they don't. You went really posh when you said doctorate then. Doctorate? Doctorate. Sorry, doctorate. You're Kira Knightley came I don't out think you've introduced bit. me yet. Are you going to carry on? Or? <laughs> Kira Knightley came um, out. <laughs> yeah, one of the people, in-house psychologist, um, Elena Mir is with us today. How does it feel to be on? Really excited. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been um, nearly a year, hasn't it? Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> good. And it's really nice as well because you've you've come dressed as a panini. C- can you can you please explain? Because you've got a turtleneck and it's got lines all down it, and you look a bit like a panini. But it's grey. Have you ever eaten a grey panini? No, nah, I won't touch it. Best panini flavour. Mm, um. So. Um, it is a bit extra. Right. Yeah. Brie, bacon, cranberry sauce. It's more of a croque monsieur um, as opposed to a panini, but 
Same thing in it, toasty sandwich. Who are you? <laughs> That's true. I'm all about the pret a manger now. <laughs> no, you just said a different French word. I said croque monsieur. I don't know what the word right. croque... What does the word croque in French mean? Do you know? Croque. Mm. It's like um, it's like a fancy word for like a posh shoe made out of foam. <laughs> With little holes in With it. With little holes in it. Up there. Right. With... The people who have the confidence to say, can you give me an E-flat? Are the people who put, like, um, beads on the clock, on the crocs. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I mean... They're not called beads. What are they called? Oh, I don't know. But, I mean, if you could accessorise your shoes... No, you wouldn't, would you? (laughs) (laughs) No, you just wouldn't. (laughs) I feel like it's a very different calibre of people, though. People who... As for E-flats and people who decorate Crocs, <laughs> they're um, at the end nah. of the spectrum, I think. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, that's, that's a Venn diagram waiting to happen, that. Can, can, <laughs> can, you, can you put it out there to your guests? See if there's anybody there who decorates. See if there's anybody in the middle yeah. of people who ask for E-flat on the piano, people who customise their <laughs> shoes. I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> And then create the Venn diagram and put their names in it. I'm not I'm not on the Venn diagram, I'm quite upset, but if you were on a Venn diagram, which one do you think you, do you reckon you'd be on? Oh, that's a good one. Um Thanks. People who like to pretend they're not from Chorley. People who love Croc Monsieur. Does that work? And you're right back. I don't know how Venn diagrams work, mate. I just Googled it like 10 minutes before we started recording and I thought it sounded nice and I'd drop it in there. I don't even know what a Venn diagram is. My, but yeah, yeah, it works. My head, my head teacher was called Miss Venn at school. I don't know what to do with my information. <laughs> um, right, can I just... You haven't asked me how my date was, but I want to tell you. Um, I'm I'm having a really bad day. Um, Why? What's wrong? I still haven't got the wordle of the day. Oh, really? It's it's not a real word. What do you mean? It's not a real. I literally got it. I got it by by chance of the look. By chance of the look, yeah, that classic thing. Um, literally just splurted out those. Well, that's what I've been trying to do. So I've got. A, C, and T at the end. Yeah. Well, it's the first time. Do you want me to tell you? Can you tell me like what letter it begins with? Okay, I'll give you a. I'll give you um, a clue. Okay. It starts Mm. with the same letter Mm. that it finishes. Okay, so T, A, C, and then something T, tack, tack. I mean, you probably only got Ta- one vowel left, right? Tacit. Tacit. What's? Yeah, what kind of word is that? What's tacit? I'm gonna Google what it means and use it every day. Your silence may be taken to mean tacit agreement, understood or implied without being t- stated. Oh, what a great word! Great word. Yeah, not real, but great. Your your love for me is tacit. Right, I'd understand what that means if I spoke Bulgarian. I thought I was playing Wordle, not Bulgurdle. 
<laughs> Tacit wise. <laughs> but good. Wait, didn't you say Hungarian first? First, and now you've changed it to Bulgarian. No, I said Bulgarian. Right. Like the bull that's Bulgarian. Uh, yeah, thanks for that clarification. Really needed that. I love that word. It's a great word, isn't it? In Bulgarian. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> anyway, it's really good. We've come to the part of the show where you like prices, don't you? Of course, you like prices. Everyone likes what prices. What do you mean, like? Have you ever oh, won anything? Oh, prizes. Prizes. I thought you said prices. I like, well, like... No, prize, prices with a Z. Have you ever won anything? Mate, do you not remember? When... Like a tumbler or something. Well, do you not remember when we were in primary school? And we got... Daily. We got an award for being really good at English. It's a bit racist, that, wasn't it? <laughs> It was like, what can we... Do you think that g- award was a bit tongue-in-cheek? <laughs> <laughs> what can we give the minority as a prize? What what are they good at? Yeah, but then we got a gold medal, and then our names got put up outside the head teacher's office, which was quite cool. They're probably still there. Mm. Yeah. So that's... That's true. I think yeah. that's, that's a good prize that I've won. Would you say that's your greatest achievement up till now? Learning English. <laughs> to it. <laughs> Not getting an award for learning it. To, yeah. Mm. I mean, I have had a child. That, yeah. That's quite a good achievement. But you wouldn't speak English if you didn't. No, Aiden, Aiden struggles with his English. diagrams coming out again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really don't understand what a Venn diagram is, do you? <laughs> um... <laughs> Because what would you say? What would you say is um, what would you say is is better? Mm. Learning something mm. or being recognised for it? Learning something, obviously. Yeah, I was thinking the same. <laughs> Why, if you were recognised over everything you've ever learned, that would get quite exhausting. No. What? Have a. Have a word with yourself. What I'm saying is, right, if you make a movie, right, you make a movie, Mm -hmm. um, what's more exciting? The fact you've made a movie or the fact that you've been recognised for making a movie? I don't know. For me, it would be other people enjoying what I have enjoyed making. Oh, I'm so selfless. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah. Like a quiche. Yeah. Exactly. Have you ever made quiche? Yeah, I have actually in food tech. <laughs> Did you actually make quiche? Yeah, I made a little mini quiche. I think that's probably like on, on my list of foods that I've never made. It's really easy. You should do it one day. All right, cheers. <laughs> it's really easy. Um, okay. but any, why, are we talk, why are we talking about quiche? Prices. Um, no, so what, what? You just want to be recognised? Would you do something and put loads of effort into it if you knew that nobody was going to know? Yeah, of course. That's my life. I'm all <laughs> over. <laughs> Flipping tryout over here. That's this podcast, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Just like to say hello right now to the three people that still listen to it. <laughs> Me and you being one of those people. Oh, I guess two people because we're different souls. And then someone else. So... Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. To the one. Thank you to the one. 
Um, right. We come to the part of the show where I want you to tell me a story because, um, you know, you've already been a guest and you're not really here to talk about Last Day on Earth. Um, you're here more as like an in-house psychologist. And so all we need realistically is 7% of apocalyptic chat and we can still call this a, an apocalyptic 7%? Podcast. Is that the quota? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 7%. I think we can meet that. Um, and so my question to you is, can you tell me a story in 30 seconds and only 30 seconds mm. that you think will either embarrass or um, make sad or impress me for the chance to win this what is it? Your background's blurred out. So. No. <laughs> it's Car- this is Carmelita's part. Oh, right. Okay. And she'll do a little speech and say, and say, I don't know, whatever she says. Little, little bored. That's my favorite bit. Little bored. Little bored. Little bored. Yes, thank you, you handsome, handsome devil. So, each guest will tell a story in 30 seconds. Rochelle and Adrian will rate each story out of 10. All guests will go on a leaderboard and at the end of the season, the top 5 rated guests will fight it out on the social medias for their chance to win their very own Last Day on Earth t-shirt. Best of luck to our guests and back to you in the studio. 3, 2, 1. Okay, so um, kind of like a labour story, because who doesn't like a labour story? Um, basically, I went to labour um, on a Monday night. So I'd been in labour for like two days. Um, and so this was on Wednesday, um, maybe like five hours before he was born. Um, and basically, I was in a pool, because I gave a, I was, I was a water birth. And um, I, I was in a lot of pain. And then Aidan was like... Um, oh my goodness, Elena, he's there, he's there, his head, his head is there. And I was like... Stop. Oh. <laughs> really? Was that 30 seconds? No, it was 30 seconds. <laughs> I guess you'll never know how that story ended. <laughs> I'm really on on tender hooks now. Like, you need to rate me like one out of five because that... Yeah, that's not a good story, is it? Shall I finish it? But like, just rate me up to that point so... It's not going to be high rating. <clears throat> Rate me up to the point where I said, I'm in labour and I'm in a pool and Aiden said, he's there, he's there. Yeah. Good story, <laughs> that. <laughs> it gets better. I mean, you can finish it, but yeah, go on. <laughs> right. So- Is the end of it, he was born? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> no. So Aiden was like, oh, he's there, he's there. Um, and I was like, oh, I think something's wrong with me. Like, I didn't feel, I didn't even push. Like, what's what's going on? What's what's wrong with me? Like, I hadn't had an epidural or anything. Um. Anyway, so I look down and I'm like, then I look back up at Aiden, who's like worrying, like wanting to get the midwife. And I'm like, Aiden, that's my foot. <laughs> <laughs> he thought my foot. Was that true? <laughs> I mean, in his defense, in his defense, we were both severely sleep deprived, you know, and, you know, hallucinations do happen. Um, so, yeah. And I got really excited because I was like, oh, that wasn't even that bad. But that wasn't it. 
Also in his defense, your foot does look like a bald man. <laughs> and I mean, what is a baby? A small bald man. Did you see Ezra's hair when he was born? He was anything yeah, he had a lot of but hair. bald. But he was yeah, that's true. he was a man. True. Also, for those of you who don't know what an epidural is, it's those tablets that you put up your bum for pain and stuff. <laughs> right. Um, I wish you'd finished that story in 30 I know, seconds. Yeah, it's a good story, isn't it? Because <clears throat> that was actually a banging story. Yeah. And I, w- I would be accused of nepotism if I did just give you five points. And I really want to give you five points because my nephew doesn't look like a foot. And so it's a really funny story. It is a really good story, isn't it? Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I'll take I'll take it on the chin. Right. I can't give you four marks, but I'll give you the closest to it. I'll give you a four point five. Really? Yeah. It's a great story. Yeah, but not the third. And to be fair To be fair, how do you stop that story when you stopped it? I would have definitely asked you later on. Tell me the rest of the story because I really want to know. Because it was exciting up to that point. I think you're going to be accused of nepotism. Like I said, it's you, me, (laughs) and one other person that listens to the podcast. So if that person has a problem with us, I guess guess I'm fine with just two people listening to this podcast. (laughs) So it's fine. It's not a problem. It's not a problem. Um, So as I said before, you're our in-house psychologist, Mm -hmm. and we've had a lot of people write in, um, and they want you to psychoanalyze them. I do that anyway. I honestly, I I do that constantly, all day, every day. Everybody, I mean. It doesn't help that your only credentials is that you just really bloody love psychology. <laughs> <laughs> However, I've just read a book or two about it, so I think I know. I and you're a um an an et al. I am an et al. I am. So that's a that's a good that's a good um credential to have yeah so i think i am partly qualified to psychoanalyze people good excellent um are you ready for the first question yeah am i like an agony aunt i mean <laughs> let's make it sound like a classier thing and not the daily star unless you want it to be like the daily star yeah, yeah. i've got a feeling you're gonna take this like really seriously yeah i am <laughs> like, You've got, like, full-on TED Talks planned. Yeah. <laughs> the equilibrium <laughs> of of a person's left brain can only truly reach the potential of existential maternity once it is in the extratosphere of true maturity. Is that what you're going to sound like? Um, except mine will actually make sense coherently. <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. Existential maternity is what you just said. (laughs) So, no, it was not very good. Dear Elena, would you open an envelope that has the date and cause of your death inside? I definitely would. (laughs) What does this say about me? And that was from Anonymous in Milton Keynes. Okay, so would I open an envelope that had the date and the cause of death? Um, absolutely no, never, would never do that. Why would you do that? Would you? Um, yeah, probably. 
No, why? Why would you do but, that? Okay, yeah. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> so susceptible. No, yeah, um, I totally would. Yeah, I totally would. I think, yeah, I'm totally like at peace and okay to die. It's more the people around me. Do you not think if you knew when it was going to happen, like it would always be on your mind? Like it would be like, I've got this many years left or this many weeks left. Like it's just like, no. Why would you want to know? Just live in the moment. I feel like for me, it would be like the opposite. It would be like, do everything that I can up until that point and just like live my best life. Do that anyway. Effort, isn't it? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> what for? <laughs> Bit lazy at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Do that anyway. Yeah, sorry, go on. I'll, um, I'll let um, you answer it. So... This have you ever done the uh, leadership personality test? Yeah. Mr. Milton Keynes sounds like a classic blue personality. You know, like that, like logical, he's organised, he's analytical. So it makes sense that he wants to plan or she. Did you say he? I don't know. Anonymous. Yeah, anonymous. He or she or they. Sorry, I don't want to get cancelled. Um. They sound, yeah, like a blue personality. I think you are a green personality. Yeah, that's right. How did you know that? Oh, because I know you a little bit. Because I can't remember what green was, though. Well, you're like caring and encouraging and patient and you love to share. Like you just like give, give, give. Yeah. (laughs) Look at you being all pensive. (laughs) Um, you were being really pensive. Yeah, I do yeah. to share. No, I was thinking of saying a funny thing at the end of when you stopped talking. Go on. Green personality. You love sharing and you care. But you're completely depressed and morbidly <laughs> obese. <laughs> and your mum doesn't love you. <laughs> that, that's Just what kidding. green is, isn't it? That's what my results yeah. said anyway. Yeah. That's what <laughs> and said. your mum don't love you. <laughs> Um, I'm classic yellow. Like I'm a bit like positive, enthusiastic, <laughs> sociable. So I'm a bit like bury your head in the sand and just like don't think about death. Mm. It's fine, isn't it? Will it happen? It's fine. No, it will. What What circumstances do you think would have to change in your life mm. for you to? to want to open that envelope, do you think? Oh. bit dark. That's he- that is heavy. Uh, I don't think anything would want, would make me want to open that envelope. Hashtag yellow for life. <laughs> <laughs> Yellow's not just for Christmas. Yeah. Oh, no, like, I just think you'd like obsess over it. Is that, why you got, is that why you got a hip tattoo of Lisa Simpson? <laughs> Mum and Dad don't know about that yet. Because <laughs> of your yellow personality? <laughs> exactly. I couldn't think of any other object that was yellow, apart from Lisa Simpson, so... <laughs> well, I just have to. <laughs> tattoo artist was like, "What? right, what would you want? And you're like, oh, um... Oh, yellow, yellow. What's yellow? <laughs> um, um, Lisa Simpson. 
My second choice was a cheese string, so um, I'm actually quite glad I went for my first choice. <laughs> Third choice was a taco shell. Right, cool. <clears throat> Do you feel satisfied with with your answer? Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm I'm really really happy that I knew that you were green. Yeah, that's really impressive, actually. Mm. That is really impressive. I'm psychologically aware. Um, but yeah, Mr. Milton Keen, Mrs. Whoever they are, Milton Keen's person. Um, yeah. Could be a dog. You never know. <laughs> I want a dog open an envelope. Don't be stupid, Adrian. <laughs> it's true. Probably write an email, but unable to write a uh, open an envelope because he's got no opposable thumbs. <laughs> true. Opposable. That. Wait, disposable. Disposable thumbs. Did you say disposable? I said opposable. That's when you can like bend them in multiple directions, isn't it? I don't think so. I can't think of the word you're thinking of. I don't think it's opposable. All right, whatever. Sorry, you were saying something else. No, no. Just that dogs don't have thumbs. <laughs> dogs don't have thumbs. Okay, great. I wish we could end it on that, to be fair. We've all we've all learnt something new. Yeah. Okay, next question. Um, mm-hmm. Dear Elena, how does it make you feel that John Lennon never got to see Shrek 2? <laughs> and that is from Dan in Liverpool. <laughs> Wait, John Lennon? Yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry for laughing. I'm so sorry for laughing. I, for some reason, I was thinking of John Legend. I was like, why has he... Like, he's not dead. But then I realised John, Le- John Lennon actually is, isn't it? Um, How does that make me feel? Interesting fact, John Legend does not have an airport named after him. John Lennon oh, does. So that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, interesting. I love how this person from Liverpool couldn't think of anything beyond the scope of Merseyside. Like, <laughs> like he had to keep his question like relevant to to his area. Um, <clears throat> I feel sad for him because Shrek Two is is it the best Shrek film? Is it? I would say so. Yeah, it that's the one where he um becomes a man, right? Yeah. Is it better than the first one? I mean, the old phrase goes, "You don't have the apple without the seed." Do you know what I mean? And so I, I love that phrase. <laughs> I'm gonna get that tattooed next to Lisa Simpson. <laughs> Coming out of a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> In Arabic, though. In Arabic. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, go on. Yeah, no, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say the first one is the better one. So actually, John Lennon missing out on Shrek two is, is actually okay because did he watch Shrek one? I mean, he died in the seventies, so I don't think so. <laughs> he was close I just to watching know... Shrek one. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Closer to Shrek one, the closer to Shrek two. Yeah, fair enough. So the re- the answer here is he missed out on Shrek one, not Shrek two. Okay, good. Yeah, we're gonna just ignore all of the other films in between his death and two thousand and 
three when Shrek came out? I don't know. Yeah. And something like that. Dearly enough, I often like to lock myself in a loft and imagine that I'm the last person on earth. I find it weirdly comforting knowing I have no responsibilities or troubles for a little while. Is this weird? Susan in Kilmarnock. Susan in where? Kilmarnock. Uh, okay. Um, it's in Scotland, <clears throat> isn't it? Okay. Let me answer that question with a question. What is weird? <laughs> I'm not Susan. Are you sure? It really sounds like something you'd write. <laughs> do you have a lot? Nope. Um, yeah, we actually do. We do have a loft. But I don't live in Kilmarnock, so obviously not me. Um, what is weird? I think that is a very subjective question. Do you know what I mean? Because I used to take to school chorizo sandwiches. Chorizo, yeah. You did do that. And people used to think that was stinky and horrible and smelly and disgusting. Mm -hmm. And that is like almost my blood type. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I completely know what you mean. Weird is subjective. That's my answer. Exactly. It's completely ethnocentric. That's what it is. It's judging behaviour based on your own culture and your own. She is from Scotland, so it makes sense, I guess. (laughs) But weird, like, I don't think anything's weird because I don't think anything's normal. So, um, it's not weird. However, is Susan all right? Like, is she, I don't know. I think just someone should go check in that loft, make sure she's all right. Okay. I want to put that, um, what you just said to the test a little bit. Go on. Because you just said, I don't find anything weird. Yeah. Um, if a guy walked past your window and he was licking a DVD, is that weird? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's a reason that he was licking the DVD. Maybe he was carrying the DVD and he was eating Dropped the jam in donut. Custard. Oh, I was thinking jam donuts. Jam yeah, donuts, fine. Custard donuts are actually better. So custard donut, he dropped some custard on the DVD. What, what are you going to do? Let your DVD. Do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna take this logic with me from this day on. And I'm not gonna find anything weird from now on. Always assume that there's a reason someone is doing something. Yeah, I think that's the <laughs> I think that's the takeaway. Because <laughs> there is. Not just desensitizing myself to things going on around me. I think questioning things is a better takeaway. Very good. Thank you very much. Are yeah, you enjoying this? Time. Are you having a good time? I'm having the best time. Alright, great. Dear Elena, in your honest opinion, what nationality is the person that ate the most gherkins yesterday? Oh, okay. So, so someone yesterday ate the most gherkins in the world. Yeah. What nationality were they? American. Go on. I just, when I think of gherkins, I think of burgers. When I think of burgers, I think of America. That's where I went. Like, what other countries, like, really love gherkins? Um, the French? No. What are the little gherkins called? Cushu shoes. 
No, we've got a name. Conji Johns or something. Cornichons. That's what they're called. Yeah. They're called Cornichons. They're like little gherkins. Never heard that word in my life. Little mini gherkins. What is a gherkin? But a pickled cucumber. It actually is. I found that out quite recently, actually. You just found out that gherkins are pickled cucumbers? Yeah, how was I to know? Like, if nobody tells you that they're pickled cucumbers, what, how would you know? I can't wait for them when you find out what a pickled onion is. <laughs> Dear Elena, from a moral perspective, when the impending apocalypse happens, what's your view on adopting an anarchistic mindset? For example, is it bad to do whatever you want, like stealing and murdering? Knowing that the world is ending. This reminds me of that classic moral dilemma. Do you know the one where there's like a train? If it goes one way, it kills one person that you love. And if it goes the other way, it kills 500 people that you don't know. Yeah. Which one would you go for? It's a hard question, isn't it? And obviously the, the morally correct answer is one person over 500. I'd, I'd go with the 500, I'll be honest. Bad luck. You just killed the person who was going to be Michelle Obama. Um, Meaning she never met uh, Barack Obama. Meaning he never became the president of the United States. Congratulations, the world ended in 2008 when someone else became president. Classic butterfly effect. Yeah. Um, do you not think... Yeah. Everybody is, like, inherently selfish, though. Like, if we were living in an apocalypse, everybody would just be going mental, doing whatever they wanted. Of course they would, because people are inherently bad. Do you know John Ronson? I think. I do not know John. Did he create... Is he something to do with pickles? <laughs> Close. He's an author, and he wrote a book. He's wrote, he's, he's wrote. He's written many a book, but one book that sits on my bookshelf is called The Psychopath Test. Have you mm. read it? No, I've done a psychopath I mean, test. You re- so. ma- I'm 47% psychopath. Really? Anyway, you really on. need to read it. I really recommend mm. you read this book. It's really, really good. Um, I'll give you the short version. Basically, this guy, for absolutely zero reason, right, just sends a book to loads of, like, religious leaders and people in authority, right? And it's this really beautiful-looking mm-hmm. book but sorry 30 seconds up three out of five no carry but on. nobody understands why and basically he just does this like deep right. analysis and the conclusion not a spoiler really because you probably already knew this but basically in conclusion he concludes that we're all a little bit psychotic we are like and a lot of the things that we do on like day to day are not normal um and we just kind of like um, justify our actions just because perhaps it's something that we've always done or perhaps it's just something that we've been taught or it's just the whole nature versus nurture kind of thing. But he basically just concludes, yeah, that we're all basically a little bit psychotic. It's just that some people act upon those urges and act upon those um, feelings a lot more than other people and they don't practice the same sort of restraint um, that people who don't go around just killing whoever. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. Um, <laughs> I 
No, genuinely, I've got something to add. Um, that's really interesting, and I will read the book. Um, basically, uh, it just reminds me of Freud. I know, like Freud was like a crazy guy, but um, he like a lot of things like he said make sense. Like, so our personality split up into three, right? And we've got our pleasure principle, our morality principle, and then we've got this thing in the middle called our ego, which like tries to balance our like pleasure and our morality and like it makes sense that like because like we as humans are like are motivated by pleasure that's why we do everything but then we've got morality which like keeps us like in check um so like yeah i agree like everybody is actually selfish and altruism altruism love that word Altruism is actually very rare. Watch the Chainsaw Massacre last night. Chainsaw, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's horrible. What did you expect? <laughs> che- te- first of all, Texas. <laughs> Texas, that's synonymous with fried chicken. Chainsaw. That's like brum, brum, brum. Massacre. That is exactly what it sounds like, actually. Brum, brum, brum. Brum, brum, brum. Did you know in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, he only actually ever killed one Leatherface, this is. <laughs> I know my horror guys. Um, he only actually ever <laughs> killed one person with a ma- with a um with a chainsaw. I was gonna say with a massacre. <laughs> um, I actually read something a bit different. Um all right, well, did you read them? <laughs> it was based on this guy called Gade, um, who um, was just obsessed with, like, digging up dead bodies and, like, using their bones and skin and stuff as, um, as like, little ornaments and stuff. And um, he was a bit obsessed with his mum, and he, like, I think he did something with her skin, and that's where, it, like, the mask thing came from. Leatherface. Yeah. <laughs> One more time. Leatherface. Right. But sorry. Thank you for that. No, you're you're absolutely fantastic. You're Um. lovely. Right. Dear Elena, (laughs) what's the best accent? That's a really hard question, you know. Immediately, I said I thought Irish, but then I love the Welsh accent. I love Geordie accent. Right. Well, you know what I'm going to ask you next, don't you? Well, to do it. Oh, no. no, I was going to ask you if you wanted me to do it, but you can as well. Come on, I guess you um, can do it. I can only do one accent. Like. No, I can only What's do the one only accent. accent? Oh, Cheryl Cole. Do... No, what? All oh, right, I no, thought you were like I a can... really good Cheryl Cole impersonator. Um, I think you've got the wrong girl here. Um, I'm, I'm really good at doing a Scouse accent. Come on. Um, oh, you need to give me something to say. I don't believe we can ever live in a truly altruistic society. Come on, <laughs> say that in a Scouse accent if you want a challenge. I just, I just, I just don't believe we could live, we could truly live in a fully 
<laughs> altruistic society. That Absolutely. was really bad, wasn't it? No, that was nice. That was good. It kind of went a bit Geordie at parts there. Yeah. I'm I'm also quite good at doing um Spanish. Hello, my name is Rosa. <laughs> <laughs> no, your scars was really good. I think she probably spent a couple of years abroad in Denmark. But other than that, like it was it was alright. Wait, good. why? <laughs> Just sounded a bit Danish. Did time. it? But that's fine. Da- Danish Danish is 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 a language. <clears throat> they have good pastries. Right, do they? Or are you just going off the Tesco Danish swirls? Do you know for a fact they have good pastries? Have you ever been to Dan Danish man Danish Denmark? <laughs> Danish land. I have I've been to Danish land <laughs> Danish land. Um <laughs> they come on, they do. You Google Danish pastries, you know you're gonna get a treat. Right, I I give you um I'll give you a challenge. Google <sighs> country off the top of my head. Bulgarian pastries. Okay. I bet something delicious comes up. Bulgarian pastries look peng. Really? Yeah. Let's have a let's have a gander. I mean, they look like like tortilla wraps filled with cheese. <laughs> Mate. That looks a bit like buffet food, doesn't it? It does look like buffet food. That looks um, like a buffet I would not want to be invited to. Got red luster cheese on it though. <laughs> In Bulgaria. What's your go on, give me give me a Geordie accent. Give me an Irish accent. Give me a Welsh accent. Sorry, which one do you want? <laughs> a <laughs> mix of, of the three or <laughs> all of them all at once. Right, I'll give you so Jardy, just going down to the footy with my mates. <laughs> Hang on, I can do a, I can do a Sarah Millican. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever said that phrase? I'm just going down to the footy with my mates. I'm just going down to the footy with my mates. I could have been a dancer. Billy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dad. Oh, sorry, sorry, I just went through puberty again. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just got possessed by a demon. What got possessed by this by the ghost yeah, of Billy yeah, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like electricity. <laughs> hey, you're really I'm, good now. I don't know. I feel like electricity. <laughs> anyway, a Welsh anyway. is great. Because Welsh, you go. Do you want a Nesquik? Do you want chocolate or vanilla? That's good, isn't it? That is really good, actually. Oh, that's really nice of you to say. Thank you. I'm really sorry we've run out of strawberry. We don't have strawberry. We've only got chocolate or vanilla. You could have been an extra in Gavin and Stacey, you know. I could have been an extra. <laughs> <laughs> And now I Irish. What's the next one? Irish. Do... Oi, well, you don't even well, you want to be off getting frostbit? <laughs> What's that good? Oi, well, I'll show you what it's cold in here, isn't it? It's cold. It's really cold. We're getting frostbit. Okay. Th- I'm a bit disappointed. I thought you are going to go for the classic. You look like a pop star. You sound like a pop star. <laughs> that was my Irish, that, by the way. 
do you know what? That would have been an easy bet, but I never go easy, do I? Yeah. Although if you go up north, you could go into turn into Peter from Belfast. And this is a Peter from Belfast accent. Oh, this is sounding more normal people. That's nice. <laughs> you can't say that. No, you know, is that what the show's called? Oh, normal. <laughs> I thought you were referring to like <laughs> Irish people as abnormal. No, I'm referring to the TV show. I've never seen that sexy show, so I wouldn't no. know what it's about. Really anyway, should we get back to some questions? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Sorry. Dear Elena, I have to have a dream that I turn into a zombie and eat my boss. I always wake up smiling afterwards. Am I okay? And that's Peter from Belfast. Coincidence, isn't it? But this is classic. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> this is classic unconscious, right? So, you know, our mind is like an iceberg, right? Most of the iceberg is underwater, and that represents our unconscious mind. Okay. The... How much water are you using to wash your lettuce? <laughs> if half of it is under it. <laughs> think less layers, think more Titanic. The tip of the oh, iceberg right. is our yeah. conscious mind. So it's our thoughts and it's our memories and it's the things that we are actually aware of. The unconscious yeah. mind, we are unaware of. We don't know what's in there, but it still drives our behavior. So sometimes our unconscious mind comes out in like dreams and sometimes it comes out in um freudian slips do you like when you say what you were like you you say something that you didn't mean to say but it's kind of like what you were thinking unconsciously um so if he's having a dream about wait is his boss a zombie no he's no he's a zombie he's a zombie and he eats his boss obviously we all know what's going on in this guy's unconscious it's like our deepest, darkest desires. That's his. To eat the person that provides employment for you? That's it. Wow. He's got That's some unresolved issues. Mate, dreams. Talk to me about dreams any day of the week. I'm so good at dream analysis. Tell no, me okay. one of yours. I'll tell you a dream. Mm-hmm. Um... Well, yeah, I dreamt the other day that I went on a lads' holiday with your husband. And it was just the two of us, and we had a really great time. Oh, that's really nice. Why don't you do that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's, like, any, like, deep... I've asked him and he said no. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you up for my girl off? (laughs) No, I said Amsterdam. (laughs) That's really lovely. You should you should definitely explore that. Um, obviously that means maybe you want to escape responsibilities for a little bit. Uh, you just want to oh, have yeah. a good time. You know that Aiden will provide a good time. Winky, winky. <laughs> um, yeah, I think. Yeah, that's what that means. Okay. Do you want more dreams? Yeah. Okay. The classic. Um, the classic um, thinking you're still in school. That suggests that you think there are some lessons that you still need to learn. If you dream really? about like going back to school, yeah, there's like lessons to be learned still. 
So what you should do is, I know dream analysis, like a lot of people that frown upon it, I know it doesn't have a lot of scientific credibility, blah, 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 but I think it can help. You should do free association, right? Let's do it right now. What you do is, imagine you're like lying down on a couch and I'm your therapist. It's like word association, but you're just going to talk, okay? So I'm going to say a word, and then you're going to say a word that you think of, and then go from there and there and there. For example, apple, tree, roots, ground, death. Oh, that got very heavy, very dark, very quickly. Anyway. Do you want to sit on the couch? I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna lie down a minute. <laughs> anyway, okay. right, so you, you go tell me tell me an aspect of that dream. Like where where were you in that dream or like what were you doing? Gammon. <laughs> wait, 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 no 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 wait. The school dream. Not the last <laughs> holiday. We're not doing the word association. About the dream though. It's called free association. Yeah. Gammon. No, but Gammon wasn't in your dream, so that's not telling you oh, anything right, okay. about um, your inner thoughts. Homework. Hmm. Lazy. <laughs> Sloth. Trees. Sky. Holiday. Mountains. Volcano. Fire. Oh no. <laughs> Did I do a good job? <laughs> Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I actually learned a lot from that. You know, like you went from sloth to trees Shut to sky. Up. No, genuinely. And then okay. you went like you saw mountains. I feel like you want some. You want some freedom. You want to get away. That's what you. Yeah, with Aiden, but he doesn't want yeah. to. Your husband doesn't want to go holiday with me. I'll, I will talk to him for you. Don't <laughs> you you. want to get when literally when 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 you said. What did you say? Holiday. Yeah, you said holiday. I was like, oh, here we go. It's gonna mention Amsterdam now. Weed, brownies, chocolate. That's where it ends. It, it, also, you don't decide when it ends. You do, you don't just say, oh no, and end the free association. <laughs> Fire. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Right. Dear Elena, is Storm Eunice left wing propaganda? Because if you split the word in two, it says EU nice. <laughs> that is the best thing I've ever heard. I haven't considered it, but I think it is, yeah. <laughs> or at least, I, or at least I would think it was, if my flipping front fence hadn't fallen off and scratched my car. So I know it was a real thing. That is that was that was the best question of the whole podcast. That's because you don't know what the next question is. Okay. Um, dear Elena, mm. if you could choose to be a cast member, a regular cast member. In either Eight Simple Rules or Lizzie McGuire, which one would you oh. choose? Wait, can I choose like the cast member or do I just pick the show? 
not you would be like a new character you wouldn't be an existing oh. cast member so you would be part oh. of like the story but you'd be a completely new character yeah i love that lizzie mcguire 100 so obviously you know i love eight simple rules but how sad did it get when paul died it just got so sad it was so sad <clears throat> do you want to do your little word association with Paul Ritter? <laughs> we definitely can. Go on, try it. Paul. No, I can't. It's going to get Paul too Dante. personal. <laughs> what? Oh, what? It's going to get too personal. I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> can't share that thing. Right, okay. But I'll text it. Do you want to try it with Rory? Oh, Rory. Rory. Brother. Adrian. Podcast. Peace sign. Hippies. Round glasses. Harry Potter. (laughs) Hermione. Oh, no. (laughs) <laughs> that was really good actually highly enjoyed that it was, it's a nice ending isn't it yeah um so usually i end with like um do you sorry do you think we've kept to seven percent apocalyptic chat yeah okay good. maybe a bit higher um yeah maybe a bit higher okay excellent mm-hmm. um I want to tell you a story, right? Because usually I end the episode by doing a little monologue about the last day of that person. Yeah. But obviously because, you know, we know that, like, are you a spirit? Yeah. Like, or yeah. did you survive your last day of the Coca Mentos explosion? <laughs> like everybody uh... else probably did. <laughs> <laughs> Just a key stage two science experiment. <laughs> Everybody was fine. <laughs> Except for the the lorry driver ended up a bit sticky, but everyone was fine. Uh, yeah, no, I survived. I'm here. Okay, good. There was this zoo, right? And in the zoo, they put up a new cage and they put five monkeys in that cage. Mm-hmm. Right? And in the middle of the cage, they put a ladder. And on top of the ladder, they put a bunch of bananas. Right? If any of the five monkeys went up the ladder to eat the bananas, the rest of the monkeys would get sprayed with water. And what would happen is the remaining four monkeys would get angry. And so when the other monkey would come down, they would beat him up. Okay. <clears throat> After a week, they took one of the monkeys out and they replaced him with a completely new monkey. Right? Obviously, all of the other, the other four monkeys were already aware of what was going on and so they stopped going for the bananas altogether because they didn't want to get beaten up. Mm-hmm. Right? And so, obviously, the new monkey didn't know about that and so he went up the ladder and ate the bananas the other monkeys got sprayed with water. When he came down, they beat him up. 
Mm -hmm. right? They replaced another monkey with a new monkey again. Same thing happened. Third monkey, fourth monkey, until all the monkeys were completely replaced. Right? At this point, they stopped squirting the monkeys with water. And whenever a monkey would go up to get the bananas and come back down, they would just beat him up. And when the monkeys were interviewed and asked, why do you do this? <laughs> the monkeys would say, because it's what we've always done. Isn't that an exciting thought? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what in particular excites you? No, I didn't mean to say exciting. I meant to say interesting. <clears throat> it's interesting that like I guess traditions and like I guess a lot of the things that we do in society are just because either they've always been done that way or just because we've been told to do it that way. Do you know what I mean? So I absolutely do. I'm really sorry to give you a psychological explanation for it, but it's it's oh, That's exactly what I wanted. Oh, it's classical conditioning. It's learning through association. So, you know, take Pavlov's dog. Okay, so he associated a neutral stimulus, the bell, with an unconditioned stimulus, the food, which produced a salivation. Even once the food was taken away, it still produced that response with the bell because the bell became a conditioned stimulus and gave a conditioned response. Same with the monkeys. Even though the bad thing was taken away, they still associated climbing the ladder with a negative associate, like a negative effect. So that association, like conditioning is a very powerful tool. Um, and yeah, you learn... Like we, we learn to associate things and it's really hard once we've learned an association to dissociate. Fantastic. Where did you Got where did you learn that where did you learn that story about monkeys? I'd rather not say. Please. Was it BuzzFeed? No, it was TikTok. <laughs> what was what's the moral of the story here? Huh? What's, the moral of the story? What's the moral of the story? What's the name of the story? Moral. What's the moral? The moral of the story is how terrible it is that we do things just because we're told to do them. And I'm not suggesting that we need to be anarchist and we need to have, like, you know, hate the man and I don't want to abide by rules. I think rules... In, in some cases, are there for our protection. Are you starting a rebellion right now? No, not at all. But I just think, I think sometimes we walk, we're, we're led blindly. And, and, and rather than like, um, rather than like focusing on reason and focusing on is this actually beneficial slash healthy slash do I want to do this at all? We're just like, no, we're being told to do it, therefore we have to do it. And, and, and that by, could be taken... Sorry? By doing something that you're told to do, you get a positive reward, whether it's just feeling, you know, feeling satisfied. So by doing those things, 
like you do feel like a level of satisfaction that do you know what I'm saying I know exactly what you're saying so then it's hard to not do those things because you do feel like you're doing something right but actually are you doing something right the revolution starts at eight o'clock to the barricade <laughs> general lamarck is dead you done yeah, sorry. I really Come on, like I'll give you one more. Marius, what's up? What's wrong today? <laughs> you look as if you've seen a ghost. <laughs> a ghost, you say? A ghost indeed. <laughs> she looked just like a ghost to me. One minute there, that she was gone. Can you can you give me that again in E flat, please? Yes, yeah, can you give me a flat, please? <laughs> Do you have any uh, croc accessories in that? Do you think Eddie Redmayne's a nice person? Oh, I think he's an amazing, incredible actor. Do you not agree? Yeah, he's lovely. Isn't he? Right, <laughs> I'm gonna stop recording now. He was. Oh, he was on date. Oh, right, guess not. Called Danish yeah. Girl. He was. Yeah, he was. Um, he had a sex change. He'd know if Danish pastries were good. Well, his co-star, Alicia Vikander, is from Sweden. So that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> I thought she was Danish, but she's not. She's Swedish. Who's <laughs> cool. Danish? If you're Danish and you're listening to this right now, Send send us a send us a postcard. If you'd like to get involved with the show, please get in touch on our socials at Last Day Pod or email us on lastdaypod at gmail.com with any questions, ideas, or suggestions. If you enjoy the show, please give us a five-star rating on Spotify and leave us a tasty review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks, babes. <laughs>